Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Who has now firmly been lodged as of the last episode as the other co-host of the pop. Wait, how? Hmm, how? What? Well, because we had special guests. No, we had I mean? we had special hosts. We had special guests. We had because they were only here once. That's what guests are. I think they helped host the show. I don't even think they talked for the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was such okay. So if you didn't if you didn't catch last week's episode where we had the the entire GMA. Mm-hmm. Friends John and Mike also uh, tuned in. The, as the popcorn Christmas special, as it were. As it were. Mm-hmm. It was really, really, really fun and special to get to do that episode with those guys because uh, they are people who, every time we're around each other, I feel like they, like, we all fire each other up in, like, different ways. Yeah. There's a really good interconnectedness mm-hmm. uh, with the chemistry and, and how we all, like, balance each other a little bit. Uh, and so it was, it was so fun to have them on, but it was also spectacular to watch their, like to watch them react to us going into like podcast mode. Oh, I know that what it was very weird because the only people who were ever in the room when we're recording the pop or super Carlin brothers is pretty much the, you know, us, it, yeah, us, you know, each other. um, you know, may, maybe occasionally we'll have like a, a guest in there who's just viewing it for the, for the sake of it or Tyler's in there for the J verse Benz and stuff. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess the, the, there's like once you press the record button, there is like a little like, I, I don't know, I guess I I don't really notice it as much anymore. But I guess there's like a, a switch that flips in your brain. And it's like, let's go. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Right. Like we're in host mode all yeah. of a sudden. Look like, at like the yeah, the, the tone of my voice changed. But it, I mean, I feel like it would be just the same. Like if all of a sudden, you know, all of us put out yeah, if, if like the four of us had been playing a Pictionary or something uh-huh. and people had to sketch things and all of a sudden you looked up and you know the John was sketching these like beautiful homes or something you'd be like wait a minute John being like a professional John, architect. John, yeah, because you don't know, is a, a professional architect, so he's very good at drawing. But like, it's, it doesn't, you know, you might not know that just hanging out with him. Oh, this is I, I love it. It's this idea of I always call it practiced hands. Like when you're when you're watching somebody who is like very skilled at a specific thing. So Mike as well is he's like been a chef in a kitchen, like a like a kitchen kitchen yeah. for 10, 12 years now. And if you are like chopping vegetables next to him, it is like a spectrum. Right. It's you like, know, why? it's like, I'm just going to, I don't really feel like I'm helping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's so funny, especially with that particular profession, because like, you know, all people have to eat at all times. Like I don't have to draw like pictures of buildings. So like my level of expectation for my own ability to draw a structural detailed drawing of a skyscraper is none. I have no expectation on my ability to do that, but like, which would be like John's realm. Uh, but then in Mike's realm, like, you know, I cook dinner every night. Yeah. So like, it's not like I don't spend time cooking myself and don't have like some of my own. This is just like the guy who mows my yard, Ben. It's just like, yeah, you mow your yard every week. And at this point, you've probably done it two, maybe 300 times. Yeah. Like I am, I've done this a lot. Right. It is part of my weekly routine. I am great at it, but it's like, it turns out, uh, there is so much room for improvement. Right. It's like, yeah, you cook every day. Great. I cook for eight hours every day. Right. It's like, yeah, you cook seven meals a week. That's fantastic. I cooked 400 last week. It's exactly. Like, yeah, like they're outpacing you at such a rate. Right. You can't even, it's like hard to fathom. It is hard to fathom. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. It's like, I cooked 400 meals last week. You cooked, you cooked seven. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're basically saying like over the course of, yeah, like what would even the math be there? I don't know, like a couple of months. Yeah. You're not even talking about doing as much as one person did. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you, they're going to like outpace you in like, yeah, a couple of months for like your next couple of years. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's wildly different, but it was really cool, especially because with what we do, I, I was actually talking to Alice about this, this exact thing is that you and I started our super Carlin brothers, YouTube channel back in 2012. Yeah. And it was something that like I, you in particular, I've, I've always said this, like definitely you had a greater 
grip on it right out of the gate than I did because you you would have had a bit of uh, personally sought out experience right. in the field of YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was consuming a lot more YouTube just like naturally, like as, um, you know, just a, genu- a genuine fan. Right. Of the of the medium. So I was just watching, you know, I was turning away from some conventional television and just like focusing my attention on YouTube uh, just because I enjoyed it. And then, yeah, I had also had about, you know, like uh, probably like 50 videos worth of um, experience just making like my John Curlin channel from way back in the day. Right. Right. Yeah. And we, we even talked about we, we talked about this. I, I can't even remember when. Oh, we were doing the the uh, book club as we were talking about the name of the wind, which was a, a separate recorded thing that probably the folks here wouldn't have listened to. But I was talking about how, like, if I was yeah. cast to play the character of Quoth from the name of the wind, oh. then it would you would be like, well, Ben, you don't know how to play the lute. And it's like, like, for me, it's like if somebody was going to give me that opportunity, I would put all of my grit and determination into learning how to play it. Right. Like the all of the motivation that I would need to justify putting in that type of energy would be I would have the full weight of it behind me and I would be like let's go like I am going to breakfast lunch dinner like any available moment as long as my fingers aren't bleeding mm-hmm. I will spend that time learning to play the lute if it means I get to play a character that I love you know like to me that's like where it all comes out like that's why motivation is so important in life is because I've never taken the time to properly learn an instrument but I also know with the right motivation, there's like, I would go so hard at it. Right. And so I think apply that to the early YouTube days. That's why I brought that up. Uh, like I was not heavily motivated to even be good at YouTube. Like I, it was literally a means to an ends for me. It was like, I need, I need a roommate. This is the conditions of the deal. Like I'm doing this and it's like the amount of effort and motivation that I have behind me at that point in time was just enough to where I am not completely embarrassing myself. Right. <laughs> which I have to admit was kind of a weird line because I was completely embarrassing myself, even trying my hardest, but I didn't have like a big vision for like how I would be trying to execute it or what it would look like to be doing it. Well, it was right. just sort of like, it, it was a, a, a weird middle ground of this is something I don't want to embarrass myself doing, but also I'm not that motivated to do it. And where, where does it land? In- right. So, you know, you can't, if you're, I, everything comes back to mowing lawns, you know, like if yeah. you're mowing someone else's lawns, just cause you want, just cause it's like a, a, a paycheck, right? you know, it's like you, you're probably not that motivated to be good at it. Sure. If it's you're like, just like, you know, I'm just like 17 and I want, I need some spending money to go to the movies or the Seven Eleven or whatever. Right. You know, but certainly like you're probably not out there studying mowers or, you know, grass, grass or anything. I was going to say that'd be the big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's your uh, blade spinning up with the RPMs, you know? <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, what, <laughs> like not of concern to you, but certainly you need to at least not leave patches of unmown grass. Sure. You know, like, or the, the person whose lawn it is is going to be like, well, get back out there or I'm not coming, you know. Not, well, yeah, you, yeah, you didn't exactly finish the job right, by leaving so, patches of grass. So yeah. in the same way with my early YouTube videos, it wasn't like I was like leaving, you know, like in between takes, like me looking down at my script in front of me, just like sort of mouthing along with the words like, okay. Okay, in the back uh, next, of the camera. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it was enough to say I finished mowing the lawn, but definitely not enough to to where I'd stand back and put my, my hands on my hips and be like, now that's a lawn. Mm, I'm entering <laughs> in the lit whinging lawn care competition right. <laughs> competition like i'm thinking about getting a like an enclosed trailer with a wrap on it you yeah. know with mm-hmm. like with like grass images on there yeah. you know like that's that's the big league that's big league grass big, <laughs> big grass big grass <laughs> Which, of course, needs to be cut. Right, yeah, you want yeah. small grass. You want small grass. <laughs> small, healthy grass. Small, healthy grass. Um, All of this to say, though, that uh, we were talking about practice hands. We were talking about, like, building a skill. But, like, we we started, and I would say I started from, from about as zero as you possibly could. But we've always been effectively for all intents and purposes, like, you know, we've had, we've had brands who have been paying us before or uh, like deadlines, expectations and stuff that were external. But yeah, for the most part, we are our own bosses, which can, can have all of the perks in the world, but it also comes with this like weird thing where I don't have like a supervisor who's like, wow, like you're, you're really moving up in the ranks right? or yeah. like your skills have developed such that we need to promote you to like the next level of host or whatever. Right. Um. So it's like since 
since 2012, we've had, you know, eight years of, of doing this particular job where, of course, our skills got better because we were spending tons and tons of time doing it. Yeah. But there, there was rarely starkly a moment where you actually got to like see that growth of skill reflected in the face of your friends in the way that I felt like I saw it in recording the podcast with John and Mike. Right. Where like all of a sudden I felt like they were seeing us do something where it's like, whoa, okay. Like they not, not even to say that we're like, you know, the world's greatest or anything like that, but we, we have gotten good enough to where it is apparently to our, two of our closest friends, like noticeable and maybe somewhat remarkable. Right. Like they were like witnessing us like at our trade. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was just like, it felt really, it felt really good. I think it made me feel very positive about where we've come. I, I, yeah, I agree. And it's like, um, I think what, you know, when you, when you make like online content and stuff, there's, you know, you can put a lot of work into it. And at the end of the day, you know, you upload it to YouTube or we upload it to, you know, wherever uh, we upload the podcast to, it goes out, you know, everywhere. Um, but you're not left with something you can like physically handle or look at. Like you could look at the waveforms or whatever, or like your big timeline ribbon in the computer. Right. But, you know, you, you write it and you shoot it and you put it out there, but you, there's nothing you can like see or like, you know, physically handle. Like if you, if you're, it's not cooking, tangible. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you mow the grass, you can look back and see all that grass is shorter. If you cook a meal and you do that every night, like you can literally taste your skill improving or you can hold up a drawing of a house and say like, oh, look at that former me drawing of a house. Not as good. Right. You know, like there's like tangible things you can like hold and like there's not nothing for youtube obviously there's like view counts and comments and all those things right but you don't get it's youtube's so weird because it's like a form of entertainment where you just don't get to see the reaction of the audience it's very true. much and it's like it's sometimes it's weird sometimes how you like separate the people from the number behind it it's like oh like i like oh this many views like it can feel like that maybe that didn't get a ton of views but or or maybe they got a ton of views but it's hard to realize like okay how many people actually saw this right you know so like early on i think you know i think the first time we ever got a video that was like eighty thousand views or something like that's about the capacity of lane stadium that's exactly what i was thinking about yes like where the virginia tech hokies play yeah that's where the virginia tech hokies play football at lane stadium go hokies um it was like okay okay so if you sold out this entire stadium like capacity that's how many people like basically like you could you could play this on the jumbotron and that many people saw the video right like Like, that many people spent 15 minutes right at halftime watching you yeah yeah like you were you were center stage in that huge like place right but you're right you're absolutely right like it's it's one of those things where you it's easy to become very disconnected from what those numbers are what they mean Mm -hmm. and and yeah how how and when that gets to be like the measure of success that it is because i would say similarly i'm sure you remember this but there was a day that we were recording a video about thor's new i i do remember this yeah this was so it was after infinity war came out before avengers endgame came out the the infinity war like it had just come out on like I think like on DVD. Oh, yeah, like on, yeah. on digital like home or release, Blu-ray digital, download. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we were, we had all like, of course, it was like, oh, it's available. Like, let's go home and like watch it again. And so we were making like this myriad of new uh, theories about just the Avengers verse, basically the MCU. And yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that, that doesn't sound right. I've never used that word before. The Iron Man verse, yeah. you know. Oh, that could work too, though. Yeah. I like that. The Iron Man verse. Tony Stark started it all. But I, re- I remember, you know, you have this like rocket raccoon gives Thor this like eye that he found and there's like this whole thing behind it. And of course, like we want to like place a measure of importance to that eye. And so like we're, we're sort of like digging into it and like explaining our theory about its origins and like what it might mean and what it could do. And maybe it's related to like Heimdall's ability to like see everything. Yeah, and like maybe that's, that's, that's how they're going to find Thanos. Like, oh, he got a new eye. That eye is going to grant him whatever power right exactly yeah Yeah. and i remember i was like like we were shooting the video and i was like looking at you the camera and being like this sucks this is like the worst the worst video i've ever hosted i'm like this is such a dumb idea i don't know why i don't know why we're doing it and it was like dude and and of course like we we're very strict about our deadlines so it's like tuesday thursday we upload no matter what and i think that we were kind of like it was like we have like we're here you know we're in the chair we don't have time to like rewrite a new script like we got to do this like it's thursday (laughs) right and the video is going to be up tonight and so i remember just sitting there like and i mean i was like my insides were being like ripped apart like it felt like i had like molten lead sitting in like the bottom of my stomach i'm like 
this is, I can't believe I'm putting this on the internet. We're going to lose like all credibility. This is such a, it's just not a good video. And I remember like we literally went out, we, we finished recording it. We were, you know, it was working on the edit and I was like, I'm going to rewrite it. I'm going to rewrite the whole script. And so like, I'm like sitting there like literally feverishly write like, like hammering away on like a new script that never saw the light of day or right. even was completed. And finally it was like, I kind of reached that point where it was like, fine, like we'll just upload it. It'll be like, whatever. Maybe people will forget. Maybe it they was, won't it was so weird. Cause even while you were recording, you were, I remember seeing this like panic stricken look on your face. Like this is, I don't know if this is any good. And it'd be like, I like, you know, I was looking, I was like, man, this is fine. It's just, this is just like all of our other videos. It's like, like it's what, what we do. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah like, it, like maybe it's not right, but that's okay. We're not always right. Right. You know, it's, it's all theories. And then uh, I know like, yeah, our, our editor looked up and you were like frantically typing away. Cause you know, he's thinking to himself, am I going to have to start over in another hour? Right. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. You know, and I remember him turning around. He's like, this is, this makes sense. This is good. Like this is plausible. Right. And right. Was like, and you, you were just like, fine, fine. Surrender. And then like the next day it was like, what are the most gangbuster videos we've ever done? We've ever done. Yeah. It yeah. was like, it was like on the top. It was at least top 10 on the trending page on YouTube. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, <laughs> Okay. But that's what I'm talking about. Like I, the, I mean, and maybe, maybe like there's a little bit of something to be said for like the, like, you know, the bigger the idea, the more ambitious the idea, the the harder it can fall if it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Because you might be like, you know, Dudley Dursley is secretly a wizard. And it's like, if you found a way to prove that, then holy butts. Mm -hmm. But if not, it feels a little bit like, eh, where are you going with that? Right. Where are you going with that. Oh man. Let me tell you, let's, 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 uh, we've talked about before on the, on the pop, a video we made earlier, earlier last year, as it were. So happy new year's everyone. It's but, 2021. Okay. Can we uh, just, I know you have something where you yeah, want to go with uh, that, yeah. but like there, we are actually technically recording this still inside of, of the year of 2020, Right. but like before right, Christmas, but like right now, yeah. I feel like we are like somehow in a secret portal passageway into 2021. Yeah. You know what? I gotta tell you, feels good. It feels good to be in like we in the physical world right now are sitting in 2020 but we are speaking in 2021 no one will when hear these no these words until 2021 except ethan and jordan except for ethan and jordan yeah. yeah yeah they will hear it ahead of time and but when you are hearing this listener it is 2021 amazing it feels good to be coming at you from 2021. 2020 is over. We did it. We did it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Honestly, I have to tell you, you did great. You did. It was it a was, tough year. No one saw you, it coming. You were faced with a lot, but I am truly and legitimately proud of you yeah. for getting through it. We made so it. So give, give yourself a high five and just know that there's a little extra Buzzy Bee Ben action inside of that high five. Yeah. 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 You should get jazzed about that high five too. Well, while well, you're there, whatever. It's yeah. more of a buzzing type of thing than it is a, a jazzing is type it? of thing. I think it is. Wow. I think it is. Anyway, mm -hmm. you had somewhere you were going. Let's so, <laughs> yeah. Similarly, um, <clears throat> talking about like you know putting stuff out there that might seem like outlandish or didn't catch on or something. We've talked before on the pop how we made a video about the Mandalorian for season two. Yes. About um, whether or not a character from the extended Star Wars universe known as Grand Admiral Thrawn would be entering the fray. Yes. Would be entering the fray because I and like largely this theory was based on me learning that the character Ahsoka Tano would be in season two and you know knowing that the Mandalorian was trying to find a Jedi and knowing what Ahsoka was doing at the end of Rebels or whatever. Sure. So so you're 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 piecing together like. Um, a lot of the peripherals, like you're, right. you as a fan of the Star Wars universe, universe go beyond watching like the main episodes you watch right. rebels, you watch clone wars, yeah. you've read the books. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've got a, a bit more knowledge right. about the, the other workings of the world. And I mean, I had been working on this one for like almost a year from the moment I found out Ahsoka was going to be in season two. Like I was like, and like I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my due diligence here. I'm going to go, I'm going to read all the Thrawn books, make sure. I don't want to like put this out there if it's uh if you know it turns out the books deal with where he went or whatever. If I did that, I read four books, got to the end of it when we like patiently waited until it was like close to the premiere of Mandalorian and we put it out. And like it was just not one of the most viewed videos that we had and I was like, "Oh, what a bummer because I was so sure it was right." And I mean, I mean, let's let's just fast forward uh to later in the season when indeed Ahsoka shows up and like the, sorry, spoilers incoming if you haven't seen Mando season 2 yet. At this point, I mean, come on. Um <laughs> um, you know, she it turns out who she's hunting down is Grand Admiral Thrawn. And I remember just this like joyous, "Oh my gosh. Yes. We did it." Yes. It was yeah, that was we such a such a fun 
day. It, it was a it was a huge moment, yeah. and it, it's it's so interesting too because we've we've got to have through our our kind of career of of doing this sort of YouTube theorizing. You know, of course we make we make 104 episodes per year. Yeah, and we we've only had like a small handful of these like big time like called it moments. Right. Like we we knew not new, but we we correctly predicted that like Nagini yeah. was going to be in the Fantastic Beast movie as a woman. And, as a woman. Yeah. And you know like so that was like one of like the the big moments. And like we like made and sold T-shirts that had like you know a half woman half snake face on it, and you know it was like our yeah. called it T-shirt for that. And those historically they've always been like rather big videos because. People People really like bit on the idea like, right. Whoa, what if, how cool would that be? Right. Uh, and the, this one was kind of interesting because it was sort of like the, the back wave of people like being excited about it didn't really happen until after. The right. Fact. Like people weren't like, oh man, I hope Thrawn is coming. But then like yeah. once we were correct and they had seen the video, they were like, whoa, they were right. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. So it, it wasn't weird because like I knew even as I was making it, I was like, I just like Thrawn is not in the main Star Wars. Like the 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 lay Star Wars fan does not know that much about Thrawn. Right. Like you put him in the thumbnail, he looks cool, but you're just gonna like be I don't know who that is or I've seen him, but this feels like too out there for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, it didn't. The the season did not end with like a, a close up of Thrawn's face as I predicted. Um. However, I think it turns out that that whole setup I think is probably going to be the plot for the Ahsoka show, oh, uh, which is I coming see. out. Also so, coming out. So yeah. I don't know if Thrawn will be coming to the Mandalorian anymore, but for sure, uh, I think that'll be the the plot for Ahsoka. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 And her okay. standalone show. Either way. It was like we got that out there, so that's always that's always fun. I yeah, it's 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 great when you call one just right. Yes, because like we do so many theories, and they're not really about predicting the future as much as they are just like what if in the world. Like, is there enough evidence to support this? We'll yeah. never know for sure. We'll we'll never know for sure. Yeah, like chances are you won't have the creator come through and like confirm this idea. But right. I feel like that has started to become like the way that we write a lot of these videos is you're you're working to find a way to add like it's not quite fan fiction because it's it's working with all of the current rules of yeah. the of the lore of the world yeah. and so you're working within what's already there but it's almost like okay what if this like like Pierce Polkus is, yeah, is like Dudley Dursley's best friend as a child he's the one who goes to like the zoo with Harry and, and company and so like we came up with this like theory that or presented a theory that Pierce was uh, Peter Pettigrew's son. Right. And it, it's actually, a, it's a very fun episode if you haven't seen it because it's the one where you sort of like Hamilton-esque. Oh yeah, like a rap delivery. A rap delivery sort <laughs> yeah. of kind of, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that was a very fun one to write. <laughs> it was, it was, I was yeah. blown away by what you came up with. I was like, oh my gosh, you are going to put on such great Easter egg hunts for your kids someday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a as a callback to our our dad, what he used to do for our Easter egg hunts was yeah. he would have all these like like rhyming clues that were hidden like vastly you know, spread apart like right. across our Around home. the house and or neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were always they were always rhyming and really fun. They so were fun. I, as soon as you wrote that video, I was like, oh, your dad, your dad level mm -hmm. skills just like shot up even further. That's right. Except they have to they have to wrap them like exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're gonna as do they it. They should them. do it the right way. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so the the whole reason I bring up the Pierce Polkas theory is because it's like it doesn't it doesn't actually affect anything like it doesn't stop anything that is currently true from being true it's just like what if what if you right. know like and it's like it, that could work I could yeah. see that you know and it's that like, makes you sense. know based yeah there's nothing there's nothing disproving it and there's at least you know the these six things that suggest it's possible right and it's like is that it? like if one of these it's just one of these things probably wasn't enough but the fact that there's this many things that could point to this thing Right. Maybe. We're there. Maybe. Ish. 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 Yeah. Just want to think about. Ish. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. That's so what we do. There you go. There's a theory. Ben, as it is New Year's, do you have a, or or as since we're approaching New Year's, I feel like so often I get to New Year's Day and people are like, do you have any resolutions? And it's like, oh, let me think about it right now. Let me set a goal so I can answer this question. Right. I know. You're right, so yeah. right. That's exactly how it goes. It's yeah. like, I feel like I need an answer to this. Like, it would be yeah. good to improve myself coming into this new year. Right. So, yes, major life change. Thinking about it right now. Done. Uh, here it is. Yeah. I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to read 52 books this year. I decided in the last half second it took me to not make a social faux pas and not have an answer to your question. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I just committed to one book a week. No big deal. It'll exactly. be easy. How It'll hard could it be? It'll be easy. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Especially no. when the, the our current favorite books take four freaking ever to read. Oh, man. I, yeah, I am presently in the middle of uh, The Wise Man's Fear, which is the second book in the Kingkiller Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the third time. Ethan, our editor, actually very uh, lovingly sent me a message, I think, after our episode a couple of weeks ago that was like, wait, you guys are reading King Killer Chronicles? And I was like, yeah, man, we're loving it. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I know you you bring it up like every episode. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, oh, our B, guys, guys, your resolution. Let me tell you your resolution. If you're if you like so many. Didn't put any thought into it ahead of time. Let me just give you, I'll give you the resolution right now. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, it right now. It is, I'm going to read the first two books in the King Killer series this year. There, you can have that one. Listener. You can have it for free. Yeah. For free. That's you. And you know what? It's Awful not that generous it's, of you, bro. You, you're welcome. And it's great because it's very achievable. It's it's but two books. But two Over books. the course of 52 years, uh, 52 years, 52 weeks, uh, you have all year, just two books. No big. Right. No right. big whoop. If you listen to it, it's a mere 75 hours. It's not, but hey, you know what? That's at like normal speed. You got to kick I listen to my, you listen to like double speed, right? I listen to double speed. I yep. listen to like 1.3 speed on wow. Audible. <laughs> How embarrassing. I uh, know, I know. I honestly, I used to listen to everything at one time speed and I had this very like elitist attitude about it. Like, this is how the performer, int-, you know, like, like, uh, like I would have felt bad about, like the reason I wouldn't listen to it at a faster speed because I would have felt bad that someone really, put in a solid effort to present it in a specific way and I was then just like jet skiing through it. I love all of the different ways in which people can come up with uh, as as like explanations as to why something that you're already enjoying minding your own business, you're doing it wrong. Oh, right. It's, it's like it's like if somebody is enjoying something, that's enough. That's it. Ben, I'm so glad you brought that exact point up because as we're talking about resolutions or whatever, I don't like resolution as a like this is I don't know. You like revolution better. New yeah. Year's revolution. My New Year's revolution. What will it be? <laughs> what, that's right. Rise up. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I we've probably talked before about how I am a subscriber to the YouTube channel CGP Gray. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. you've heard of him. Yeah, probably he's, mo- he. Yeah, he's a good one. He, he's great. <laughs> he's a good one. He's a good one. Um, for sure. And I like a lot of his approaches to things. And he has uh, specifically one about uh, New Year's resolutions and how they're stupid and. Like his approach is more of uh, what he calls like seasons or themes. Okay. And it's just like, this is not necessarily your resolution. Like you have to read yeah 52 books. It's just like the, re- the, the theme is just reading. Right. Right. And it's just like, I'm, you know, if you want to, if you're going to set like such a hard, fast, specific goal, that's for like a whole year. That's a really long time. It's a, it's a and big, it's, it's a big commitment. Yeah. And yeah. it's a, it's. Very much setting you up for failure, and as soon as you fail, then you're just off the wagon altogether. Right. So the point wouldn't even be like um, that one doesn't have to happen at New Year's or anything specifically, sure. and it doesn't have to be for a year. Just largely, uh, his the the suggestion is to go for like a month or a season. That's like a very manageable amount of time. Sure. And just like say, okay, for from from January to March, I just want to try and read more. Right. And it's just like okay. That's good. That's measurable. You can get to the end of March and be like, hey, I did read more. I did read more. Yeah. 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 It's it's so funny because it's actually it's the exact advice. I would say without doubt, the (gasps) the number one most common question that you get when you do what we do for a living is like, oh, do you have any advice for a YouTuber starting out? And it's it's so tricky because especially if you go to like a con, literally every single person on any panel ever. Let me go ahead and spoil every single Every single panel, be yourself. That's what everyone's going to say. Yeah, you do Every- you, man. Everyone's going to say, don't try to be someone else. <coughs> be yourself and embrace who you are. And that's what's going to resonate with people. And it's like, of course it is. I mean, it's not bad advice. It's just cliche advice. It's, it is overwrought advice. Like it, it's uh, for a lot of people. I have a feeling when it comes to their identity and being you, it's like, that's a completely abstract way of thinking. Like who, I don't even know who I am. Like, right. You know, like that's a, that's a hard question to answer. Yeah. But But it's not like actionable advice. Exactly. Yeah. So in, in this, I feel like always sounds like very (coughs) boring advice, but frequently what we've told people to do is like, try and like set a time limit, be like for the next like every Friday for, for 10 Fridays, I'm going to upload a video. Right. And then like maybe at the end of those 10 Fridays, you're like, you know what? It was way more work than I thought. And I am, it's, it's turning out that it's stressing me out more than it's bringing me joy. Right. And it's like, maybe what you've discovered at the end of those 10 Fridays is like, I, maybe I was glamorizing this idea a little bit. Right. Like, like maybe it looks really fun from like a finished polished 
product perspective, right. but but maybe the actual like kind of grind that can go into it. Like maybe maybe it's not what I was thinking it would be. Right. And that's okay. Uh, like th- that's that a great is, thing exactly. to learn. Exactly. That's the thing is that that's that's good to learn because I think what happens with so many people is like, yeah, like we we do suggest like a schedule. Like that's how we you but, know that works for us. Yeah, it does work and, for us. You know, yeah. that like keeps you committed to like making new stuff or whatever. And like I would say Especially starting out, you know, um, I like I like a schedule because like otherwise immediately what will happen is you're going to, um, you know, you'll say every Wednesday or you'll have like an idea. You, you might put up a video and then you put up another one like a week later. And then the next week you're like, uh, I'll just do it next week. I don't have a rule. And then next week, uh, never. Right. You know. That's the thing. Or, but the problem is, I th- then that's why we also said set a time limit, especially when you're starting out, because like the other thing that could happen is you might say, okay, I'm just going to do, yeah, every Wednesday or every Friday or whatever. And the, the hard thing to realize in the moment is how many Fridays there are. It's like, like they just keep coming. Like you, Yeah. You just say every Friday, but like the thing you don't realize is like the Friday, like how many Fridays that is. Yeah. Like, did you just commit yourself to a lifelong commitment to Fridays forever? Like, and then, because no matter, you know, something's going to come up, especially if you're not used to doing it. Right. And it's going to, you're going to feel bad for doing it, for missing. Um, that's the other thing. People feel so guilty early on for missing. It's, Even when you're getting like, you know, and hey, if you're getting views on anything at all, that's amazing. That's fantastic. It is. You know, and I, I see so many people that have like, you know, 100 to 200 views, maybe less, and they'll come on. After missing a week, they're just like, apologize. People are like, I'm so sorry. I missed last week. This is what was happening. Oh, so that's my other piece of advice. Don't apologize. Um, yeah, because, so- yeah, exactly. It, especially, like, when you figure that maybe, like, maybe someday you do make it big. And if all of your videos start with, oh, I'm so sorry. It's been a while since I uploaded. Then, like, as people are going back and, like, binging all of your stuff, they're just going to see, I'm so sorry. It's been a while. I'm so sorry. It's been a while. It's like, I'm binging. Right. It's been no time at all. Exactly. Like, you're, like, the thing you do when you apologize, like, you're reminding people that you you messed up, and, <laughs> you know, like they probably like you're giving them a reason to be upset. They right. Probably weren't. Right. You know, right. Um, maybe, you know, if you've got five million subscribers and you come out every single Monday and people depend on your content and you missed a month, maybe you should apologize then. Maybe, I mean, you know? right, right. I think <laughs> or there, give an explanation. There's, there's different but, levels of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, because I, I think that there have been times there have been times where like I, I had I like was sick or something uh yeah. and you had to host the video for me and people are like oh i hope ben's okay and it's like that adds up because you're you're pretty used to seeing me every other thursday right you know, sitting in the chair or whatever yeah. uh so i i can i can certainly understand that popcorn culture is sponsored by shopify y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own shopify store carlin brothers mercantile and it's hard to imagine not having it now but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a 
kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pop pop which wow that is a crazy offer 10 percent off a 400 slab pack that's like 40 dollars right there anyway that's arena club.com slash pop pop for 10 percent off your first purchase But um, the, to, to tie it back to New Year's resolutions, it's, it's I mean, and maybe this is where I'm, I'm immediately and promptly not following my advice. Maybe we can we can sort through what I should actually be doing. <clears throat> but I have definitely hit like a wall specifically like with Instagram. Uh, and I think oh, I, I talked about this before yeah. where it's like Instagram is probably my my favorite social platform. It's like the one that I, I use probably the most like um side by side as a like a like as a I don't even know if this would be the right way to describe it like a business tool as well as just something I use to keep in check in touch with my friends yeah so like I, I don't follow a whole heck of a lot of people and the ones I do follow are mostly like people that I do know personally like in our area and like people that under different circumstances you know from a world perspective you know I would go out and have a beer with or something so the way that I'm, I'm consuming it is is very much uh just as a way for you know friendships right stuff like that but then on the on the flip end of that it's like there's a big part of me that almost wants to use it as like as a creator in a sense air quotes around that i don't know if that's really the right way to describe it but like it feels like a really nice toe in the water towards moving towards kind of like what you have with your like weekly vlog Mm -hmm. where it's like what if i were to use it and actually have like a little bit of a function and there could be a little bit of like expectations attached to it and like there's like it doesn't have to be telling a story necessarily but but some level of like a formula involved to where you know what to expect from me like what is the purpose of your you need like a mission statement for your exactly and and i think that like not everyone needs this i'm not saying that this is how everyone needs to treat it i'm saying that it is a personal goal of mine to treat it that way right like i think that that could be something that would be a fun creative endeavor for me and might make it so that like i can start maybe like communicating and 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 sort of developing like a little bit of like whatever my voice would be but what what does it look like to be myself on instagram Mm -hmm. maybe is is answering that question a little bit yeah i mean i i um go back and forth this on my own instagram a lot because you know i like showing i i like most of the pictures i show or post on instagram have more to do with like my family or my right. kids or my wife or you know it's it's uh, the instagram if you were to like line it up next to yeah like my personal vlog versus the super carlin brothers channel it probably looks a lot more like an extension of the vlog than it does super carlin brothers yes um, i and, agree with that yeah. uh so um uh, and, and but at the same time like i understand instagram is like a big platform and a lot of people probably follow me on there because of Super Carlin Brothers. Right. And so I'm like, should like, is the point of this to just be an extension of like SCB? Should I be like primarily be using it to like post and like, you know, promote the channel? Should it be like fandom stuff? Should it be like new merch I got? Or I, you know, I, it, I don't it, know. Is it like, should it be like behind the scenes from the office? Stuff it, like that. It could be, it could be a little yeah. bit of everything. And, and I think, yeah. I think that's so here here's maybe like part of my curiosity if you want like a small peek behind the curtain is like one of the things that I feel like a lot of uh people that I talk to specifically about the channel the the feedback that they tend to give me is like oh my gosh I love the J versus Ben's like it's so much fun to watch you guys just like 
riff with each other, just be funny, just like, you know, like maybe not so scripted, a little more whatever the like whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, free form. Today's Javers bed is gonna be hel- I think hilarious, by the way, because uh you'll have already seen this, maybe listener. We uh, uh one of our friends in Orlando went to Universal and they went to the Honeyduke store and bought one of every piece of candy from the Harry Potter like candy. Yes. And mailed it to us and we're going to eat all of them. All of it. So uh, I think even just taking a bite from everything is going to create a sugar rush that will result in some very hubris footage. Yep. Yep. Very giggly. Very laughy. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Very hyper. But Uh, we will know what you should spend your money. Exactly. Because it is a dilemma when you go there. It's like there's so much cool stuff but then you almost have like overload and you like walk out of the store and you're like man I don't know what happened. I didn't even buy anything. Yeah. That has happened to me before. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're trying to solve that problem. Anyway, you're um, anyway, so what I think is interesting about that, though, is that especially even with people who tune into the pop, it seems like what people have started to like is maybe getting to know us uh-huh. a bit more on like a personal level, like yeah. maybe, maybe having a better idea of beyond the fact that these guys clearly love like Disney and Pixar and Star Wars and Harry Potter and Marvel. Um like they they are also people like with like lots of other things that they're into and like lives and they've got you right. know, whatever. And so I've wondered with the Super Carlin Brothers channel, because even when we created it, we didn't create it with the goal or objective of it being uh, covering fandom content. Right. Like I've always wondered if that had been our goal from the beginning, would we have called it like the theorizers or like I think oh, that's uh, actually a channel. I think already, that is. But, yeah. Like we. Yeah, you're right. Like. You would we have ever called it Super Carlin Brothers if we knew what it was going to be about eventually? No, Probably I don't think not. so because you would have tried to come up with a clever name that'd be like you know the Disney Bros or yeah. so, like something. Right, exactly. Like, uh, where as it were, Super Carlin Brothers was uh, initially like a playoff Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> which which uh, I feel like very few people have ever connected the dots. Yeah, between. people haven't really figured that out. Yeah, yeah so there you go. Right, initially, a yeah. um, little, little bit of SCB lore for you. A little you. bit of SCB lore for you, and we actually had like a Mario poster on. My early set. I remember that early too. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so people just. Yeah, I to me like I think I was so into like Nintendo and specifically like Mario games when we started it. Uh-huh. Like this was like it, it consumed so much of like my uh, free time because I had a lot more free time back then. Right, right, <laughs> right. I, I like, get you. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone is as excited about this. They're gonna get it, and we'll probably talk about it a lot. Who knows? Yeah, right, right. right. We'll discuss yeah. lots of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo stuff will be big, <laughs> which we don't cover. Yeah, not really at all. There was some. Um, I mean, we had like the gaming channel. We did like Pokemon stuff and mm. things, but yeah, true, true, true. Um, but so anyway, I feel like a, a, a lot of what I'd like to do or, or, or feel like there is potential to do, and maybe even with, with popcorn culture, this will be another step in this particular direction, but it's like the want, the desire to see like, what if, like, what if we did a J versus Ben that wasn't fandom related, but it was like J versus Ben. Here's a ridiculous challenge that we came up with. We were both given limited resources. How well are both of us able to tackle? handle approach the given challenge with what what we've been right like you know handed yeah so like the, the example i always give is uh like we have the james river is near us and on the james river there's a particular like uh section of rapids called balcony falls and it's this has always been something where i've been like it would be so fun if like we had a challenge to see who could build a better raft to go down balcony falls the problem that i mean it would be fun and almost certainly we would crash you think so yes oh interesting I'm, uh, ben it's hard to go down balcony falls in a kai in a proper boat no i've gone down balcony falls in like an inner tube before also hard well i mean i guess hard to the tune of it can be intimidating hard to the tune of you will it's very easy to crash and possibly hurt yourself and if we're bringing craft to balcony falls it's not like you just pull up to it you gotta that like is, that is you'd true. have to transport everything to the fall which is not like yeah close to a inlet or well I understand that. I understand yeah. that. I mean, and this doesn't have to be what we do. This is just an example. Okay. So we're, we're just, we're just, we're just talking hypothetically here. Mm-hmm. No, no need to get, you know, like all rile. It's all right. Uh-huh. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I think that, you know, the, the idea, the, the backing to this idea would basically be, this is a challenge that has nothing to do with anything that we're already doing. Like it would just be interesting. It would just be fun. It would probably be hilarious to watch like what we came up with to watch the GoPro footage facing like the sheer panic stricken face as we were like approaching this rapids right. the drone shot overhead mm-hmm. as like we're entering the you know the funnel so to speak yeah the point of no return right um 
So I think that like all of that to me sounds like that could be a lot of fun, you know, to be along for the ride on. And it's it's kind of like a different way to get out and, and maybe even leave the set behind a little bit and sort of see where that could go. Right. So that would be like a, a, a transition. And so to tie that back to why I'm talking about it, it's almost like, OK, so like if I were to bring a little bit more of my own personality, like who I am beyond the SCB set to like an Instagram and kind of like let people get to know me in that way, uh, then then maybe it helps shorten the distance between their expectations of maybe like what you're seeing on the SCB channel and what you're seeing on my Instagram and what you might expect out of it. Mm, OK, well, then here's my advice for you. OK, because before I did the vlog before I started that some what like three, over three years ago I can't believe how fast that went the, what was the first episode the beer mile the beer mile I'm pretty sure we had drone footage that day oh the the oh yeah the that first one we had we had GoPro footage from like uh we had drone footage we had iPhone footage I had my brand new camera yeah there was all sorts of fun stuff happening in that vlog he set the bar high yeah set the bar nice and high it was real fun I'm really happy with the when that one came out yeah yeah, yeah nice and early on but before that, before I did it, what I started doing was a lot of Instagram stories every day. Okay. Because I was like, this would sort of be like my precursor. Like, do I, like, can I keep it up at all the time? Like, because, you know, the thing about if you're doing like a daily vlog or a weekly vlog or something, like you have to be filming, you pretty much have to have the camera with you at all times. Right, right. And the great thing about stories in particular is that you can post them and, you know, even if it doesn't have anything to do with Super Carlin Brothers or the way people perceive you already, it's just gone in 24 hours anyway. It's, it's just true. gone. It's they true. just expire and that's great. And it was like uh, so many, and like, I think that was, I had a lot of fun doing that. And that was like sort of what led me into doing the vlog. I was like, okay, I get it. These are the kind of things I can do, the sort of things I can film. And like, I don't know, it was like a fun little challenge and it was, you know, all just about like a regular life, uh, not so much about, you know, fandoms particularly. Like, of course, some stuff. But finds its way there. Yeah, finds yeah. its way there because, you know, I spend a lot of time at work or at the set or, you know, you know, we're genuinely interested in all the stuff anyway. So, um, you know, every now and then you're going to get Harry Potter or Star Wars or whatever out of the vlog as well. Like you have on like Disney World trips and of Harry course. Potter trips and things like that. Right. Um, so yeah, there's like a glimpse behind the curtain into our regular lives, but that was, I think my, that was the way I like eased into doing the vlog was I started with stories. Cause it was like, yeah, you know what? This is a great way to try it. Cause lots of people can see it, but also it goes, away. there is something nice about stories in that manner where it's like there, there is sort of a lacking sense of like permanence or always attached to it where it's like, yeah, you know, e even if I did something that's like mildly embarrassing <laughs> or, or whatever, it's like, you know, it does go away. Yeah. That's handy. Yeah. That's handy. Um, so anyway, I would say that that's like, and maybe to call it like your, your seasons, your vibes, you know, is, is not like necessarily posting to Instagram every day, which is what I want to say. Like yeah. that's, that's almost like the challenge I want to impose on myself for 2021 is like 365 photos go like, ba -boom. What, like what could you come up with? Could you become a good photographer this year? Like there's a whole bunch of skills that you can apply to it where it's like, okay, like where I always think to myself, Hey, it'd be a great idea to bring the GoPro on today's mountain bike ride, but like, ah, I'm already running a little late, you know, like I'll, I'll get it next time. Yeah. This is almost like that motivation where it's like, no, I knew I wanted to, I know I wanted to have GoPro footage of this ride. So I charged it last night and I packed it in the car this morning. Yeah. And it's like, it's ready to go, man. I can't tell you like how many times I've had that exact thing for mountain bike rides. Cause the, like I've got a GoPro, but, um, it, I don't, I don't have like any of the, the associated parts to right. like attach it to my handlebars or like my chest or my helmet or anything. Like, I think we have them somewhere at the office. I know at some point we bought a bunch of stuff, Yeah, but I'm do. like, it might've been for the old model GoPro. I don't know. And I'm always like, this would be such great stuff for the vlog. Cause it's like a really cool thing we're doing. And it's like really cool footage, but I don't have like, I don't have the stuff or I've never, the micro SD card is something I feel like we're constantly misplacing. They're like these tiny little memory cards and you're like, Oh, it's never with the GoPro or something's going on it's but always something it's always it's, something yes it yeah, is it so. is and it's uh so i guess that's what it comes down to though is that like yeah more more instagram on purpose means more intent and like that's actually that like when it boils down to it the the vlog channel that i've always wanted to make has always been called like live on purpose uh-huh and the whole idea would literally just be like i feel like frequently i'm not living on purpose like i'm, mm -hmm. I'm not like living and maybe this is even defeating its own purpose a little bit but like i'm not living in the moment mm -hmm. you know like i'm i'm thinking about other things instead of like really being like present where i am and like yeah. taking it in to its fullest extent and i think a lot of times that like if i felt like my goal was to help 
take whatever I'm doing, turn it into like a fun, compelling story and like really focus on it, like by like quite literally with a camera that almost will help me internalize moments better, like celebrate things more, Mm -hmm. you know, like be more excited about just being where you are because you're there. Right. And, and, and like, I think that that capturing that magic and, and even trying to summon it from myself is sort of like the goal that that I desperately want to. I, yeah, you like there's so many times I feel like when we're having these conversations or even just put her off off mic where I feel like you have this problem justifying to yourself going and having fun for the sake of it yeah without like like as if that would be really selfish or really frowned upon or something like if we like if we were there and we were filming in those for a project like that would be that would be okay then it'd be allowed to have then i have like an excuse an excuse to have fun yeah i know well that's but like but if i just went out and did this that uh, well mm, i don't know if i could justify that i could probably be doing i could probably be mowing my lawn or i could you know i could be something else it's always mowing the lawn isn't yeah yeah everything comes back to mowing the lawn then no, it's true. It's true though. And it's, it's, it's actually been a bit of a quest, uh, for me this year. So like one of, one of the big things that I've been doing through, through 2020 and the way that I've like, you know, sort of handled some of the, the big stuff happening in the world is just going to a counselor. Yeah. And I think that it's interesting because it was sort of like, uh, by going and talking to this person, it was sort of like, how do I, how do I handle some of this like big stuff that's going on or whatever. But a lot of what I have learned through these visits is sort of this idea that, and I've talked about on the pop before, but maybe not in like so much depth that I'm like a people pleaser. Yeah. And this is the type of thing where it's like, oh yeah, like they're a people pleaser, you know, like whatever. It, do- it doesn't feel like that big of a deal, but I would say, and I-, I was trying to explain this to you the other day while we were, we were having lunch together. It's like, I would almost say that it, it like verges, like the way that this characteristic of my personality applies and how it affects my life is like almost verging on like what it would be like to be like an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is not, this is not like a small, like little quirk of my personality. Right. It is like a problem that affects my like ability to accomplish my own personal goals. Right. Or, or like affects the way that I make like major decisions in my life. Right. Um, and so I think like exactly like what you're just saying, like, you know, it's like, you, it's like you'd feel guilty for going and doing something for just like enjoying it yourself. It's like that, like that is in a lot of ways yeah. underlying what's going on with me where it's like, I would be, it, it would feel like if I inconvenience anyone's life by enjoying myself, then like that's something that I have to like grapple with the reality of the fact that I have inconvenienced somebody. And mm-hmm. it was, and it was for what, for, for my own enjoyment? Like, no, sir. Can't have that. Right. Like, it's easy for me to forego my own enjoyment of something if it would be inconvenient for someone else. Right. And I think that when it comes down to it, maybe this is that line I don't know how to walk, is it almost always feels to me like if I were to to choose an activity, to choose a commitment that might require like resources or time or, or whatever the case may be, that it's going to impact some right by way of me having done that. Mm-hmm. And so I do think you're absolutely right. Like I try to package everything into like work because if it's work, then it's like, it's justifiable. Right. Like, like people can understand why you have to do work and people might even be like, ah, oh, work's tough, you know, but like, I, but like, I get it. You know, you have to make sacrifices for work. Yeah. But like, you don't have to make sacrifices for enjoyment. Yeah. No. You don't have to. It feels and like a weird way to look at it. I, I yeah, I think this is is because uh, I've thought about I've like had the like similar thoughts before. We're like, OK, how can I justify yeah doing this? Like, I don't think I suffer from people pleasing to the degree which you do. Yeah, and it, it is like a weird thing. Right. Like, how could how could that be a problem? Like, Ben's just really helpful. He's just like really selfless all the time. And it's like it, that's like, of course, like, you know, so those are good qualities. It's not like bad exactly. to help people. So it's hard to feel how you could be doing something wrong. But like, this is a real thing like there's um that that is out there like i remember early on like at, at points when i was dating uh my wife beth before we were married like i would have these conversations and i'd be like i would be like struggling with like like trying to put into words like uh like a personality quirk or something uh-huh and it basically was this almost exact phenomenon where i was like like i don't know like i wish you were more selfish you know oh sure you know, sure like, like is that what i'm trying to say like that sounds like uh you know like no one no one ever says that right like, right right like, yeah 
Like but, what a weird thing to ask for. Yeah, what a weird thing. Like, yeah, just, just, yeah. So Ben, maybe you, sh- maybe I want you to be more selfish. That would please you. That would, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that helps <laughs> me. That helps like, me. Thank you. Yeah. Good, good phrasing. Yeah. Good phrasing. Yeah. It's unlucky to be super stick- superstitious, you know, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's a, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, well, Good luck with that. Right, so is, is your like theme or your resolution just like photography or Instagram or pictures or? Well, I, I think that's the thing is that I think for me, it feels like there's a there's a sense of a gateway involved there where like I feel like if I can if I can apply this like underlying practical purpose to it, it at the very least, it helps me feel like it's a stepping stone towards prioritizing things that are important. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I understand that probably in the scheme of things there, like what I'm doing is taking the extreme long way yeah. to get. Getting to a place where it's like, what I'm trying to do is do things that I want to do. Right. And it's like, I think for anybody to be like, don't you just do that anyway? And it's like, the answer to that question is no. Right. I do not do that anyway. So here's, this is like a mental exercise I have like practiced before is like, sometimes when I'm like trying to justify doing something, like I, I will do the same thing. I'm like, oh, well actually it's work. So it's okay if I actually do this. Sure. Like I will rationalize that to myself, but then I like, I will catch myself doing it and- I'll be like, I am lying to myself right now. Like I like no matter what I say, I am tweaking the circumstances so that I get what I want. Okay. Like I can I can mask it under the veil of work, but the fact is I'm still doing it. Like I'm I'm just straight up lying to myself that the reason I'm doing like that it's for work. Like, sure, maybe it is, but I have contrived the situation as such so I can do what I want. Okay. It's like it's like I like I'm lying to myself that I and like, is that the case? Cause you went through a lot of effort to justify it. And like, could I have just done it anyway? And it's just like, yes, you could have. Right, like, right, right. right. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's like the, the lie isn't necessary. Right. Like, exactly. It's like, like you, you, you are lying to yourself to make you feel better about it. But like, if you can catch yourself lying, guess what? Lying's no good either. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's a good point. That's a really, it's a really good mental. Ex- let me, let me ask you just so okay. we can apply like an example to that. Like, I know one of the big things that you've been doing through uh, the season of the Mandalorian is like getting up on Friday mornings, like before work and watching the episode, mm-hmm. like first thing, like could that, or could we use it as an example of maybe something like this where it's like, yes, there are other things I could be doing around the house on a Friday morning, but I need to watch this potentially for work because we could cover it in an episode. So like, I'm going to spend 40 minutes sitting on the couch Mm-hmm. Friday morning at 7:30 watching the show. Right. Like but like at the end of the day it's like there's nothing wrong with getting up early and watching a show that you like because you were looking forward to it and watching it. Is, yeah. Could, could that be that, an example? That, that could be an example. Um, You're right. I do watch it. Like, I think if it weren't for work, I would probably just try and wait until night. Sure. The problem is that I want to watch it with Beth. Okay. And so it's like, I like sometimes I'm just up earlier anyway. Yeah. And it, but the, the problem, and then it's like, you have to beat Luke up. You have, okay. to, you have to do it like because the twins are like crawling around like they're not really aware of what's happening on the screen. But like, you know, we're not the spoilers for them. Yeah, they're not worried about the spoilers. They're not really taking in any sort of like violence or anything or like what the monsters look like. OK, but Luke, Luke would sit down and I feel like mm, he's probably a little more violent than is OK for a three year old just yet. It's, it's like a few steps above the old Daniel Tiger. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just barely, but yes, it barely. Is. Yeah. You know, if Daniel Tiger is like a, if the Mandalorian yeah, is, a, is a 10 it's not a ten. You know, if Dana Tiger's a two, Mandalorian's like at least a, a three. Right. At least, yeah. at you least, know, at on least. the violence yeah. scale. Exactly. So um, how many crate dragons are there in Daniel Tiger? Yeah, I would say there are um craft dragons. Close. You know, they they make a dragon out of crafts. I so, think I think we're in the same we're in the same ballpark. Right. So there's dragons in both. So there's that. Right, right. And actually it's so funny you bring up the crate dragon one. That is the only like part of any Mandalorian episode Luke did manage to see because like we were towards the end of the episode. The, of season one. Oh, I of see. like episode one, season two. Sorry. And it was like, oh, we only have 10 minutes left, but Luke is like screaming up there. We'll just come down. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. And then you come down. It's like, you know, this big fight against this giant dragon. He was just like, oh, I want to watch the thing with a dragon again. You're like, well, well, probably we're not going to do that. So he uh, thought the dragon was cool. Oh, I mean, he, I'm not concerned about whether or not he's going to like it. <laughs> right, 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 certainly yeah. any son of mine. <laughs> I know, certainly lightsaber fights and lasers and dragon, you know, it's all cool. It's just like, maybe it's not quite appropriate just yet. I understand. I yeah. understand. Good call. Good call. Good yeah. Call. Um, so there you go. Anyway, uh, I see we're, we're approaching the hour mark here, but I will, I feel like we, we veered into this resolution, uh, Instagram topic a while ago. 
and I'll, I'll I will uh, share you what mine what I've been contemplating. Of course, actually I should have asked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think uh, we got off on it. But so something I feel like that I've been trying. I, I feel like I've been grappling with it for like the last couple months or so. And maybe it's I, maybe I don't know if like something has like flipped over that has like increased the amount of negativity or something. But basically, I think I want I really want to focus on like positivity. Yeah, like that's like my season one theme for 2021. It's just like, like how can I focus on being like a more positive, like having a more positive impact on the, and I don't mean, I don't mean like, um, you know, like via like donations or volunteering or something like that. Like those are good things. I'm yeah, great sure, things sure, to aspire sure. to, but I mean, just like be like encouraging positivity, um, from myself and like, how can I best encourage positivity out of others and just like a more positive, like, I don't know, like outlook from like, how can I encourage positivity? Yeah. That is uh that's my, uh, goal, if you will. Right. Right. <laughs> going right. into 2021. Like the, uh, as an example, um, I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe this is super obvious about Twitter. People probably say this is all Twitter's for, but like I will get on Twitter and it will just like bum me out. Or like if, if you see people like saying how much they're enthusiastic about something, you were kind of talking about this earlier and other people will just comment and be like, that's terrible. These are all the reasons you shouldn't like that. It's just like, Oh my God, it drives me crazy. Like yeah. I hate it. And I understand I'm being somewhat negative right now, but I, I mean, it's, it's so, I don't understand. Like if you like something, that's fine. If you know, if you like the stuff, like you don't need to go out of your way to tear other people down, especially if all they're doing is being enthusiastic about something. Right. And like, I don't know like how to address it, but it honestly feels like, like a very mild form of like bullying almost like, I, I don't know. No, I, I understand what you're saying completely. You know, it's like I and I, I think you're right. I mean, I think bullying is probably not even the wrong word. I think that there's there's a lot to be said for like there there are so many things that people like, and I feel like especially the world that we've kind of come up in, like like mm-hmm. we talk about Disney, for example. And like Disney, I would say, at, at least and hopefully I'm not speaking completely too blanket statement-y. But like I feel like in general, like the there it's positive content. Yeah. Like it's not things that are supposed to like rip you down or like anything like that. Like it, right. it can usually be celebrating uh the characters. And but then at the same rate, like Disney's like a major corporation. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe the most majorist. <laughs> maybe the most majorist. And it it is like you kind of simultaneously have this this odd thing happening with like the Disney company where they're this like Goliath in terms of like business and and maybe yeah. like in the entertainment industry and like so much media that comes out right right and it can be kind of hard to separate like how you might feel about like the disney corporation and it and it's like you know shadowy skyscraperiness right type of thing (laughs) like you know uh versus the movie moana or something right you know where it's like oh my god like what a, what a what a fantastic movie like what how how fun like yeah. makes me happy to watch it um and i i think that like those can be the types of things that can be really really tricky because it's like it's like i i want to just be able to like love this and enjoy it and like i don't want to have to be taking into consideration like i i'm okay with with throwing heat if it needs to be thrown like because there was a bad practice or because people were mistreated because like that those are important things to yeah, stand up for for sure um but it's that that is where and especially with what we do, it's it's a very, very hard, you know, like middle line. Yeah. Where there where it's hard to remove the commentary about like by supporting this or are you supporting that? You know, and, and those are it's hard to pick the pieces apart, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just going to go give a good, good big old shout out to our buddy uh, Isaac, who runs the channel Watso Videos. Yeah. He's probably the greatest example of someone who is just like like in a beacon of positivity. Absolutely. On the Internet. And he just yep. talks about Disney content. It's just like just just be just like you like that. Great. Be enthusiastic about it. Right. And it's just like. You're right. You're right. There, I mean, there's there, there's things you can. I think I think there's like a real. I don't know. Like this, like determination to tear stuff down or to like like hate stuff sometimes, and just like right. like make sure like I like there's this you know people there, there's a phrase out there called like you know like your silence is death or whatever, uh-huh. and it's like there are situations sure where that is absolutely true where like right. your failure to say something probably speaks louder than your words, but like people seem to have internalized this on every single minute level yes. of it. It's like oh. Did I not mention how I hate apple pies on the internet yesterday? People must think I love apple pies. 
I shall tear apple pies down. Right. They will, you will not, people will not, I cannot stand for a world where people think I like apple pies or that I even stand for, you know? Yes. Like you don't just, you don't, no one stop. I, I think you know? that you're, yeah. And that's the thing is that I, I think it, it promotes divisiveness because yes. you, what you end up with then is, is people who are standing on either side of a chasm and you're digging a greater space between those two people. Whereas right. I think that by, by celebrating ideas, by being excited, by being positive, like you're saying, I think those are the types of things that can like help bring people together it's like right. it's like yes there are differences between us but also there are similarities between right. us I think and how much better are those i think yes i think that in particular is where it like gets to me so much because i think what i really like about fandoms in particular and like one of the things i think you know we're striving for here with like what we do is like it doesn't really matter where you come from in life everyone can like like you know a marvel movie together yeah and you can you can like have you know, different opinions about that Marvel movie or whatever. Like you can disagree about points or what was good or what was bad or whatever. But if you're just like tearing people down for liking things that you also proclaim to like, then I don't just, yeah. it's, it just feels very like, uh, like toxic, I guess. I, I, I may, it, not to use too buzzword. I know. Or, well, yeah, it, but, it feels to me like maybe like you've, you've lost the point of it a little bit right like like you've you've gotten so caught in the weeds about how you want to enjoy this and it's like i said earlier it's like i i i never take issue especially i mean well as long as it's not hurting anybody else but like the way that you enjoy something i i it is perfectly okay if you enjoy it different right like you know and and that's the thing it's like if, if you love it then perfect right. phantom menace is your favorite star wars movie like incredible right like that is so like great I love that you can sit down and watch that movie and be on the edge of your seat and be excited and have like those hair raise moments. Like that is all that matters because I know that like, I know where that applies for me. Like I know the moments where like, like I can't wait for a scene to happen because of, of whatever reason. Yeah. You know, like when, when Finn in the force awakens shoots the, the first tie fighter and him and Poe have that moment right. where they're like, did you see that? Did you see that? You know, it's like, yeah. That's like, it's just, it makes me happy. And it's like, that's, that is like, I love that you have that in a way that is, and, and I'm perfectly okay with the fact that it's not, that maybe that moment is not your moment, but right. you also have moments. You have moments. So there you go. We'll leave it there. I think we'll leave a, it that's there. a good spot. That's try a good spot. And, try and just be positive. Be positive. It's, it's a good thing to it's good yeah 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 there you go well guys we want to we want to thank you so much for uh entering this new year with us we're so excited for uh everything that the pop is going to have happening in 2021 we are currently sitting in the space where our our video portion of the set so you can see us talking into the microphones right oh, imagine how exciting that will be extremely riveting oh, stuff wow yes. yes you'll be able to see our clothes Right. Yeah. And maybe maybe Ben will get super fashionable. Maybe or maybe he already is. <laughs> maybe maybe I already am and you can let me know and it'll you can be positive about my current sense of fashion and I'll be excited <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Um so we, we have a lot on the way for, for twenty twenty one. I think it's gonna be a huge year for the pop and we're we're just so excited that you guys are along for the ride. If you guys would like to support us over on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Uh, if you have any feedback on the episode, you can either email that to popcorn culture pod gmail.com or find us over on reddit where we're building like a happy little community of people <laughs> the reddit's so fun the reddit is so fun oh man yeah i posted a picture of buckets blakes and myself over there Love the other it. day i mean i think it was maybe the most upvoted thing we'd had uh certainly in a while but the comments were so funny and like so much of it was about my appearance in 2010 and i was like i don't think i look that different but then you know like i'm looking at him like mm, my jeans were a lot baggier i don't know where those shoes came from am i wearing two undershirts Okay. Okay. My hair is down. You know, so fancy. <laughs> whole di whole different me. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yeah. So if you need any other reason, if you need any excuse, you know, I'll give you the excuse to go check out the Reddit. Just go find that picture of me and Buckets Blakes from the Harlem Globetrotters. It'll be perfect. It'll yeah. be perfect. But guys, otherwise, until next week, pop pop. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details